Germany tomorrow, have an umbrella, and then be thinking about the threat of potential flooding rains. More solid chances of rounds of activity coming and going beginning Wednesday through Wednesday night, Thursday, and Friday as well. In the morning tomorrow, we'll start at the upper 50s and go to a high around the upper 60s to near 70. 50-50 tomorrow night, 60% early, becoming 90% late in the day, Wednesday through Wednesday night. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. A large selection of guns, hunting items, and fishing equipment, new and collectibles, knives, archery, and more at the Tangy Gun Show. 9 to 5 Saturday, 9 to 4 Sunday, January 27th and 28th at the Tangy Fair Building, 1301 Northwest Central Avenue, AB. Free for all law enforcement in uniform or with ID. 12 and under free. For more info, go online, click rrrevents.com. Talking New Orleans Saints football. And now let's go to Premier Nissan at 6636 Veterans Boulevard, where Metairie meets Kenner. With your host, WGSO radio personality, Mitch Gibbs. All right, welcome to another edition of In the Red Zone. We're going to go through the month of January as we get through, uh, closer to the Super Bowl. We're down to the Final Four, but we're going to start off with a good friend of mine who's a uh, uh, always runs a great event, Family Gras, which is an event in Mattery, right around Causeway and Veterans. We get a lot of great music and parades as well. He is Greg Buisson. So, Greg, thanks for joining me uh, this afternoon. Thanks, Mitch. We appreciate uh, the promotion. Yeah, hey, and uh, I know you're going to do this February 2nd through the 4th, Friday through Sunday. You always have such a great lineup. And talk a little bit about what you guys got planned this year. You know, we, we always try to bring some people in who haven't been here. Uh, in a good while so that people can be uh, have a chance to see him and be exposed to him. And what is a free concert, and it's pretty amazing that uh, you're able to put this kind of uh, talent list together. One of the people who hasn't been here in a good while has been Amy Grant, a uh, six-time Grammy Award winner, uh, an artist. She was just uh, uh, presented with the Kennedy Award Honors for her philanthropic work that she's done over the years. And uh, if you haven't heard Amy's uh, songs in a long time, well, she's got quite a catalog and uh, and is already uh, on the Music City Walk of Fame and the National Songwriters Hall of Fame. So she'll be with us uh, on Saturday. Um, we try to do something that's a little different. So that well, that's that's a, a AB Grant crowd, a completely different crowd. Will be the Cheap Trick crowd, and uh, Cheap Trick will be playing all that big hits, Dream, Police, Surrender, I Want You to Want Me. Um, this is a rock and roll Hall of Fame inductee group. Uh, that's uh, that's coming in, and again, they haven't been in the New Orleans market uh, for a good while. So we're looking forward to uh, to having them on on Sunday. It's Country Day. Uh, Sunday will be starting with Revisiting Credence. Now, two of the members of Revisiting Credence played with uh, Credence Clearwater Revisited, and so you, they play all of their the main hits: Green River, Down on the Corner, Who'll Stop the Rain, Looking Out My Back Door, Fortunate Son, Have You Ever Seen the Rain? All of those. Great hits uh, they'll be playing. And they'll be going into the four-part harmonies of the Oak Ridge Boys, who also have their own uh, number of chart toppers, 12 gold, 
three platinum and one double platinum album for those guys. Uh, and Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. He's out on his own now. He just recently had uh, a top-rated uh, hit uh, on his own. He had 19 number one hits uh, with Florida Georgia Line, and they're going to be playing some of those uh, songs, Cruise, and Everybody Needs a Bar, Dancing in the Country. And then on Friday night, uh, we start this with a really uh, do-all show. Uh, Amanda Shaw, who's always a favorite, and you just got to love her energy. It's just contagious uh, when she's up on the, on the stage. But they're going to be followed by Zebra, and this is the whole Zebra crew, the three of them, who from the very many of you guys have uh, remember Zebra from your days at uh, at, uh, at at uh, in high school and them playing the the uh, the high school circuit here for proms and and parties that they played back in the seventies. Well, they haven't been here in a long time, other than to do one show at the House of Blues uh, every once in a while that they'll do. But they'll be coming back and playing all of their uh, famous work, including a lot of their, their Zeppelin covers that they normally do. So. It's uh, it's quite a group, and uh, we'll be also adding a local group called Mad City that we're uh, we're trying to introduce this time around. Really terrific group, and uh, the Creole String Beans uh, with uh, Rick Olivier and his and his group, a swamp hop group, who everybody seems to love. They really get the crowd going. So it's uh, February second, third, and fourth. Not this uh, weekend, but the following weekend uh, coming up. It's free. It's something for the entire family. The food out there will be. Unlike anything you can ever imagine on festival food, this is this is some of uh, Louisiana's best festival food that tries to do the same kinds of things you see at jazz fest. Really different uh, kinds of uh, of foods that are out there. So uh, there'll be that. There'll be a great craft area uh, for people to do a little shopping. And of course, Lakeside is only across the street if you want to 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 cut in there and uh, and spend a little money with uh, with the people in uh, in, in Jefferson Parish. It'd be a great opportunity so we look forward to having a big crowd again this year and uh we invite everybody to come on out and enjoy the show hey i was gonna say that um i saw i saw zebra at that concert the house of blues and randy jackson came and sat with me at premier nissan which was great so then they're fantastic i think they're the greatest local band uh, the band that's ever come out of new orleans and then uh so it'll be great to see randy jackson and zebra and like you said amy grant's wonderful as well amanda shaw everybody loves her in southern louisiana and then like you said you've got uh some country music as well and so it should be great and i was just thinking about you and I talking recently about Taylor Swift being here. I think you said in 2012 because they showed her on TV with a game last right, night with right. the Chiefs and the Bills, and she was having a good time. And I, I thought about you last night about that. Is there anybody you think that's going to be there uh, next week that could be the next big deal like Taylor Swift was uh, several years ago? Well, not not this year because we really didn't go with any new artist this year. And part of the reason for that is – it's the Grammy award-winning weekend. Uh, so the Grammy show is on February 4th. And what I learned when you're booking these shows, and it's tough to book, uh, is that so many of the artists, especially the young ones, even if they're not nominated for a Grammy, they're holding Grammy parties and they block that weekend off that they can't, they can't book anything because they want to be able to see it and they hope they're aspiring to it. And, right. uh, and so it's for them, it's their Super Bowl. So, um, so no, none of them. But, you know, that 2012 show... Not only was Taylor Swift on that bill, but also on that bill was a little-known guy named Blake Shelton, 
uh, who was also on that bill. So we found two artists who were up and coming, and uh, within a year or two after that, they were far out of our price range. Yeah, those uh, are so, big. Um, yeah, you got to give yourself credit for that. To, uh, finding this great talent that people didn't realize, like how, how, big, how big these people were going to become. Yeah, we've been we've been really fortunate. Uh, the um, uh, the Zach Brown band, perfect example, Little Big Town. We had um, literally the years the year before they exploded on the onto the scene. So we'll be back at that next year, trying to find a young artist who um, who we can bring in that we think uh, will be something people will want to cherish those pictures and memories of. And uh, we'll see if we can make that happen. Well, sounds good. Hey, in, in the the web, give us the website where our listening audience can uh, can purchase tickets. I know you have the VIP. Well, real, real simple. It's uh, familygrow dot com. The tickets are free, but if you want uh, if you want an up close and personal guaranteed place in front of the stage, you want to be able to have your own private bathroom, your own catering, uh, food and drink uh, that goes on. There is a VIP ticket available. Uh, I believe it's ninety nine dollars, if I'm not mistaken. Then you can get. Uh, and it's uh, it's it's on Ticketmaster, but it's um, but you also can go to familygrow.com and it'll take you right there. Sounds great. Hey, Greg, it's always a pleasure, and uh, I think it's going to be another great success. Hopefully, well, the weather will cooperate. You, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and me both, because look, when we get good weather, it's a it's a heck of a show, man. Because they're talking really about is. all this rain this week, so hopefully next week will be much better. Let's get it out of here. Yeah, Let's get it out. All of right, here. thank you, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right, take, take care, care, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. So that was uh, Greg Weisson, who uh, runs uh, Family Girl. There's also a, a website that you can get information. Visit JeffersonParish.com as well as FamilyGraw.com. So it's going to be a great event. You know, you think about that. Like uh, I saw Zebra at the House of Blues with Randy Jackson. They'll be there Friday night. Amy Grant will be there Saturday. Everybody loves her. And, of course, you've got, like, the Oak Ridge Boys and Cle- Creedence, some of Creedence Clearwater Revival. I saw John Fogarty at the Jazz Fest several years going Interesting, because they just announced all the the performers coming to uh, to uh, Jazz Fest uh, coming up in the spring. I know they had talked about the Rolling Stones, but they made the big announcement uh, like the beginning of uh, uh, at the end of last week. And you think about Earth, Wind, and Fire, who's great, and some of the other great bands coming. So uh, we'll talk more about that down the road. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to have Gary Smith from The Advocate. We also have Danny Brewer from HorseRacingScoop.com talk a little college football, what's going on in the post-Nick Saban era. Also, uh, talk a little bit of horse racing and then scott shanley ex-saints playing get his thoughts on the place we're down to the afc and nfc championship games on sunday afternoon and sunday evening so that should be interesting the two winners will advance the super bowl in las vegas nevada we'll be back with the more of the show live here our 12th season wrapping up at the end of the month in the red zone talking saints football in the nfl we'll be back right after these messages Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. The following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. 
Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. He knows the law. Chip Forstall. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services. And chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. At Fidelity Bank, some of our clients say here for good in Spanish. Estamos aquí para quedarnos. Some say it in French. Ici pour de bon. Vietnamese. Aray, my, my. And even Italian. Oui, pour siempre. Because here for good means we're local and committed to our uniquely diverse South Louisiana community. Come see what a difference a local bank can make since 1908. Here for good. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone, talking about my good friend Bob and Parish Coffee, which started in 2018 and provides quality coffee at an affordable price. Try their medium roast, dark roast, chicory coffee, decaf coffee, and southern pecan. They are all handcrafted with a great taste to wake you up to a beautiful morning and are available at local roasters, including Robert's, Rouse's, Bromart, Langenstein's, Canseco's, and Doranac's. All right, we're back here live uh, here till the top of the hour. Uh, talking Saints and NFL football, let's get to my next guest, Gary Smith with The Advocate. So, Gary, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Thanks for having me on the show. All right, so what are your thoughts on the uh, the games we saw over the weekend? Because I, I, the theme I saw was there was a lot of bad officiating, which has been consistent all season, although I thought the Bills-Chiefs game was was actually a, a more, mm-hmm. more well-called than most. But uh, it didn't surprise me. Uh, you know that, uh, but all we're hearing about is the Dallas Cowboys on all the national talk shows about you know whether they should have kept Mike McCarthy. We got we got teams that are trying to win a Super Bowl here, and yeah. and they're still getting the majority of the attention. And I'm not surprised that uh, you know that Jerry Jones kept McCarthy, uh, but but to me it's like winning big games in the which into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You have to be, have that quarterback, and that's why Patrick Mahomes is where he is, and that's why guys like Josh Allen, are they're, they're nice quarterbacks, but they have struggled in the playoffs, and Dak Prescott's another good example. So talk about what it takes, and that's why I think the Chiefs, regardless of what most people think, even if you think Baltimore's got a better team and it's in Baltimore, the Chiefs have a chance to win this game on Sunday because they got Patrick Mahomes, and they've been there before. And, and Lamar Jackson does not have that great of a record in the playoffs, and I think that that game could have changed a little bit if you Houston would have made the kick and caught the interception. Mm-hmm. They would have been up 13 to 10 in the third quarter. I'm not saying they would have won the game, right. but it would have been a different game. I th- 
I, I'm with you. I watched only the first half of that game in the er, the beginning of the, the third quarter, and then I was out of pocket. Um, so I was very surprised <laughs> when the next time I checked and they were down two touchdowns. Um, no, I, and I agree with you about the Patrick Mahomes part. I, I actually think Kansas City is going to go into Baltimore and win, but I've been underrating Baltimore all year long, so you may be able to take that with a grain of salt. But I, 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 I thought I thought Kansas City was going to beat Buffalo, and I, I think they've got an excellent chance to beat beat the Ravens. Now, well, I, I don't know. I, I think you're being a little harsh on Josh Allen. Just that he he actually, yeah, I guess he missed the one throw in the end zone that would have that would have put him ahead on that last drive. But he also got him into field goal range, and it's not his fault that the kicker missed a 43 yard kick that would have you know that would have made them lose by three anyway when the Chiefs drove down the field. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes they kicked the field goal in the last play of the game. I'm self editing on the air here um but uh but i i actually thought josh allen played pretty well in that game but patrick mahomes is special and you you nailed it you need it he, he, he's a proven winner and I, i'm not I'm, I'm i'm like never gonna pick against him in the playoffs until until he uh until i'm proven wrong <laughs> yeah um yeah i know i yeah he yeah. missed a couple of passes but it's like mm-hmm. you gotta make in the big moments you gotta yeah. make that plays dak prescott could not make those plays no, that, but that can't and it's done, and and you know, again, their defense was awful in that game, but he didn't help out at all. So yeah, right, and right, the defense was really bad, which makes me wonder why mm-hmm. Dan Quinn is such a uh, popular yeah. candidate. Because there are two guys I do not think should be head coaches anymore in the NFL. And that's Bill Belichick and Dan mm-hmm. Quinn. Because if you look at Bill Belichick's record um, in terms of uh, you know outside of Tom Brady, he's got a losing record and he's 0 2 in the playoffs, losing in the first round both times. Mm-hmm. One with Cleveland. And one with the Patriots, I wouldn't hire the guy. I think the game's past him, and he's a very rigid guy. So we, I don't know how he can adapt anyway. And Dan Quinn is is got you know he blew a twenty eight to three lead in the Super Bowl and just stood there and let uh you know what's the name call make those decisions those plays. Uh, the mm-hmm. coach, the coach of the 49ers, Shanahan, and yeah. he was, but he's the head coach. And then his defense was embarrassing uh, in the losing the playoff game uh, last week. So it's like, why are those two guys? I don't, I wouldn't hire either one of those two guys. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. you recycle guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess Bill Belichick was a recycle coach when he went to New England, and he he was absolutely right. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't just Tom Brady. He was unbelievable coaching that team, but you're right. He had to have a quarterback like Tom Brady. And what in the world makes people think that this guy whose team just completely fell apart once Tom Brady left could be resurrected somewhere else when he ain't going to have Tom Brady wherever he goes. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't hire him. And the other thing is, uh, you know, they're talking about uh, Harbaugh, who's going back to uh, the Chargers for an interview. Now, now, if you're a sane person and you've got choices or options, if you pick Atlanta over the Chargers, you you, you should be uh, you should have psychotherapy. Could be seriously because now, if Bill Belichick goes to Atlanta, that's good for the Saints. So I don't mind mm-hmm. that because I think it's yeah. going to be a disaster. But if if Harbaugh doesn't take the Chargers job, when you got regardless of even if you think Justin Herbert's getting a little too much love, he's still at least a pretty good quarterback. And Atlanta's yeah. really got nobody. So why would even Har- I think Harbaugh's doing that to try to maybe get a little more money from the Chargers, I guess. There, there's another radio station in town where they keep running a promo um, where um, where where um, Mike whatever Mike Greenberg is talking about. He had a he had a conversation with Jim Harbaugh last year, and Jim Harbaugh thought that Justin Herbert was like the best quarterback in the NFL and was just raving about him. Um, 
yeah, he's not. If he decides to go to the NFL, he's going to the Chargers, and anything else is just a negotiating ploy. Yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Yeah, yeah he's, it, he's try- it is. <laughs> he's trying to put a little more pressure on the Chargers, yeah. make a little more money, yeah. maybe get a better, yeah. better outside mm-hmm. the money part. But they're saying that they're negotiating right now, so I think it's it's going to be a, a done yeah. deal within the mm-hmm. week this week. And then I don't know what the I, I think. Uh, you know, I think it, uh, Arthur Blank is not a stupid guy, so I wonder if this is really. If he's really going to pull the trigger on pick on hiring Belichick, I think it'd be crazy. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. I mean, Bel- let, 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 let's let's see here. Tom Brady, Desmond Ritter. Hmm. Um, I'm not even sure Desmond Ritter would be an upgrade on what Bill Belichick had right. <laughs> with, with the Patriots when they we, we saw the Saints shut that team out. So yeah, um, no, they're just not would not be a smart move. All right, let me, we'll finish with the Saints. And, uh, you know, Mickey Loomis has been very vocal defending Dennis Allen. I guess he sort of has to do that. Mm-hmm. If with you're going to keep him, you have to. <laughs> right, with all the criticism. The national media, yeah. with some of the national media was saying that she should, they should have got rid of him after what mm-hmm. happened. I think the way you solve the problem is you get rid of those guys who have been difficult. And I think, obviously, Jameis Winston would be one. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Mike Thomas, who just really hadn't played. And, uh, you know, I think, if I think they're going to look to trade if they can get value, right, uh, for Lattimore or, yeah. or uh, you know, the running back, uh, 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 Kamara. What are your thoughts on that in terms yeah. of player personnel? I don't think they're going to get enough for either. I, I mean, look, the, the, I've, I've heard the debate. I know some smart people who think that, you know, Marshawn Lattimore has missed 17 games the last two years. He's been a difficult personality at times. But my belief is you just don't get rid of quality cornerbacks unless you get the, the, this, it, it, that and edge rusher are the most important positions on defense by far, and you can't have enough because they're, all, they're always going to be injuries. And the Saints did play pretty well without him um, in, in the secondary, but they, but they, they, you, you have to have cover corners, and he would be the one. He would be the one I would keep. <laughs> um, but other, I mean, if, if Jameis Winston or, or or Michael Thomas is on the team next year, that's a massive red flag to me. Of, 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 of they, they, they can't be back. They, they just, they, they can't. And, uh, Kamara, I also, I, that, that totally depends on trade value and, and, and other stuff, but I, I would keep them too. Um, I think that what they, they need to, they need to revamp their defensive line. Um, because you, you can't win in the NFL if you don't have a pass rush. You can't. And when you're, especially next year when they're playing a tougher schedule. So to me, that's an absolute priority in the offseason. Yeah, I agree with you. If they do not, if, they, if those guys are still <laughs> on the team, they got a problem. I think they yeah. should draft a quarterback, uh, a young quarterback, obviously mm-hmm. in the draft, because you don't know how long. Derek Carr is going to be around. He was very inconsistent. I, yeah. Again, I said last week, don't make your decisions by the last two weeks of the season and think Derek Carr's figured it out because I don't agree with that at all, and I'm concerned about that. So they need to have that. And they need they need to have a, a, another – they have a, they need to have a better backup quarterback anyway than Jameis mm-hmm. Winston. We saw that this year. They, they, it, it, and you've pointed that out a couple of times. If Jameis Winston had just been competent in a couple of those games, they would have made the playoffs, and they would have been the team playing Philadelphia in the first round and having a good chance to beat a completely dead team. Um, yeah, they, 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 they got to go in another in another direction there. We'll see how it goes. Hey, Garrett, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining me. We'll talk real soon. <laughs> Thanks.
for having me on. All right, that was Gary Smith. Uh, I agree with what Gary said. It's like, and then I got to add one more thing in the Green Bay game. Green Bay should have won that game against. You bring in a kicker who missed like six extra points during the regular season. I think he missed more field goals than any other kicker in the NFL. And and and, uh, and Matt Lafleur says, "Well, we're going to go with him." Can you believe that? And he misses the field goal. If he makes that field goal, the 49ers tie the game with a touchdown. I don't think they go for two at that point. Green Bay has the ball at the end of the game with a chance to win the game. It's tied. Worst case, they go into overtime. That made no sense to me. Matt LaFleur, to me, is a little bit overrated coach, even though they did win that big game against the Cowboys. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with uh, Danny Brewer with HorseRacingScoop.com. Get his thoughts on college football and horse racing right after these messages. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle, open it bugs you. DA exterminating, the real DA is on the way. Say your home's got fleas or home's got bugs. Crawling in your walls or on your rugs. Say no to bugs, tell your DA, pick up the phone, we're on the way. DA exterminating. We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA exterminating company, 800-650-PEST. DA. I'm Dan Mills, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. At Fidelity Bank, some of our clients say here for good in Spanish. Estamos aquí para quedarnos. Some say it in French. Ici pour de bon. Vietnamese. Aray, my, my. And even Italian. Oui, per siempre. Because here for good means we're local and committed to our uniquely diverse South Louisiana community. Come see what a difference a local bank can make since 1908. Here for good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Colleen Crane. Governor Landry is expected to sign the new congressional district map approved by lawmakers. Jeff Palermo reports the new map makes it harder for Republican Garrett Graves to get reelected this year. Political analyst Bernie Pinsonat says the congressional map redesign makes Graves' Baton Rouge-based district a black majority district. He is the odd man out. A lawsuit led to Louisiana's legislature having to redraw a congressional map after a federal judge ruled the one drawn in 2022 was unconstitutional because it lacked a second-majority minority district. Pinsonat expects a lawsuit challenging this latest map. Will this thing pass muster when it's challenged legally? Pinsonat says opponents of the new map will claim it's gerrymandered. I'm Jeff Palermo. Catholics in the Homa Thibodeau area are mourning the loss of Bishop Mario Dorsonville, who passed away Friday at a hospital in Kenner after complications related to recent health issues. Dorsonville had served as bishop for the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau since 2023. Dorsonville, born in Bogota, Colombia, was 63. LRN. 
Tiger fans, are you looking for the latest news on all things LSU? Then Tiger Rag Magazine is your go-to source. Whether you pick up the magazine or browse over to the website, Tiger Rag Magazine provides you with the most up-to-date information on all the sports, university, and recruiting news that matters to you. Find it at your local newsstand or online at TigerRag.com. Here we go! Let's face it, we all know that the recruiting scene at LSU can get a little wild. Don't fret. Now more than ever, Tiger Rag Magazine is staying ahead of the game when it comes to name, image, likeness regulations. Thanks to our Tiger Rag Magazine experts and analysts, we can help you understand what it means to LSU and how you can stand formed on this rapidly changing landscape. Plus, our website makes it easy for fans to get their hands on all the information they need about LSU athletics. Get your subscriptions today. So if you're looking for in-depth coverage of everything LSU, Look no further than Tiger Rag Magazine. Available on newsstands or online, tigerrag.com. Before you pay that other pest control company, they are, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan called DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans Metro Area, North Shore, and Homa. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. I'm Dan Mill, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. At Fidelity Bank, some of our clients say here for good in Spanish. Estamos aquí para quedarnos. Some say it in French. Ici pour de bon. Vietnamese. Arai, my, my. And even Italian. Qui per sempre. Because here for good means we're local and committed to our uniquely diverse South Louisiana community. Come see what a difference a local bank can make since 1908. Here for good. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, we're back here for the second half of the show. I'm just thinking we got uh, Friday we're going to be on. We got Patricia Caputo and Hank Allen, of course, get his thoughts on this weather. Supposed to get some rain. And Dave Weaver, and I'm thinking Dave Weaver and the FanDuel guys will be in town next month for the next big fairgrounds races. And I'll be headed to Kansas City and Vegas after that. I'm wondering if I'm going to be in the Super Bowl champion city again. We'll see. They're only two games away. Tough game with Baltimore. And then, of course, Vegas, the Golden Knights, who won the Stanley Cup. So could be fun. We'll see how that goes. But we got uh, my good buddy here, Danny Brew, with HorseRacingScoop.com, talking a little bit of everything, horse racing, a little college football. Hey, Danny, thanks for joining me uh, this afternoon. 
Yeah, appreciate that, Mitch. No, happy to be here, man. Hey, so I was I look, I forgot, I got to mention this being a golfer. Hopefully, I get to play tomorrow. The rain, but what a great story with that kid Dunlap, uh, the Alabama sophomore, being the first amateur, and he's the youngest amateur, but the first amateur to win a PGA event since 1991. And Danny, I bring it up. It was great. It was so dramatic. I watched the replay after the Chiefs game. But Nick Saban came on because they're buddies, and he's buddies, of course. Uh, with uh, you know, with uh, some of the other guys who play on the tour, uh, you know, that are Alabama. Alabama's got actually a good golf team. They won a national championship several years ago with Justin Thomas. So he was talking about those two guys. So I thought that was funny. I know you're not. I know you're Saban's kind of a rival. You being more of a Tennessee guy, but I thought that was interesting. Uh, what are your thoughts on Saban's retirement? And uh, do, do you think I, I know a lot of LSU people are very happy about it? Do you think everybody else in the SEC? Is also so excited about no more Nick Saban. Well, I don't know how you could not be. You know, as far as for all the Tennessee people, you know, they got to be ecstatic because they they haven't. You know, Saban has owned Tennessee as he's on the SEC. So you know, the the thing about it is when you have a changing of the guard like that at any university and in any big time program, there's usually some turmoil and some fall off because it's so hard. To, uh, to, to keep in those same footsteps. You know, what they say is when you follow a dictator, you usually get assassinated. So, you know, I'm wondering about this guy that, that, that took the, the job, the, the Washington guy. You know, I mean, I wonder if he understands that. Because you have such high expectations coming into a job like that. You know, so, uh, yeah. So, no, it, to, to, I guess to summarize it, yes. Tennessee people are happy Nick Saban's not there anymore. Yeah, you just you just made a perfect segue for me because I was just going to say that that I don't think uh, Carl DeBoer, I think is his name, and, and he's a very good coach. Obviously, he's won wherever he's been, but I think he made a mistake. I mean, Washington was rolling at the red carpet. He had no pressure. He was going to get a new big contract. He would be like king or god and in a beautiful place. I've been to Seattle and I've been to the campus. It's a beautiful place to be. Uh, I, I think he made a mistake. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure he's getting paid well. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that's the right spot for him. He's never really recruited in the South. And I think that helps. I think Kirby Smart's really happy. I think, uh, you know, Brian Kelly and some of these other guys. So SEC will be a lot. It'll be very interesting. Media Day is back uh, in uh, July. And I'll be there, hopefully. And it'll be in uh, Arlington, I believe, right around, uh, you know, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But we'll see how that goes. And, uh you know, a lot of different um, – what are your thoughts on – because a lot of people think Saban – one of the reasons Saban wanted to move on was because of NIL and the transfer portal. He didn't like that, you know, that you could, you didn't have to sit out. And he just didn't like the, the, the way college football was going. Uh, any thoughts on that? Do you think that was part of it? And do you like – because I don't – I'm not a fan of the new rules in college football. Well, I'm right there with Nick Saban. I, I, I only, you know, I, I've left the game only nobody really cares. I mean, I still cover MTSU football, but as far as any heavy uh, involvement, as far as covering college football, I mean, I'm still a college football writer association, and I, I still cover MTSU football some. But I've gotten away from a lot of the big time college football just because, man, it's it's not the same. And, and I'm right there with Coach Saban. I think yes, that played a factor. Haven't talked to him. Uh, don't know that for sure, but how could it not? When you're an old school guy like him, and you're used to things being a certain way, and that's how you made your blueprint for success, then you know. Then this, there's this massive change, and basically what you're doing is you're letting the inmates run the asylum, and it can't, it's a recipe for disaster if you ask me. That's just one poor old boy's 
opinion. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, not a good thing for college football. We'll see how it goes. And I think they will win overboard going from four to 12. I think it should be eight teams. The plus, I know it's a money thing, but eight was more. You know, I, I don't want to give anybody a buy. We see how that's gone in the NFL, and that was interesting. The two teams that got buys did win. One of them didn't look like probably should have lost. Green Bay probably should have won that game. But uh, for the last few minutes, I know you're a big horse racing guy. Fairgrounds just had a very chalky day uh, in the big races, whether it was the older horse race or the, the Philly and uh, Colts uh, three-year-old races. Uh, right now, I know it's relatively early, but we always love to talk about the three-year-olds and the Kentucky Derby and all these prep races. Is there anybody out there that you think uh, that uh, we should keep an eye on, or is it just too early to see who's going to be uh, in the mix for the Kentucky Derby? Well, I think we'll, we'll know more here in the coming weeks. Uh, as far as the late the late pick four, talk about chalk. The late pick four paid twelve dollars and thirty five cents at the fairgrounds. I know because we hit it, you know. And so, <laughs> but twelve dollars and thirty five cents is what the late pick four paid because all that chalk. Track Phantom. I mean, you know, hey, he put on a show. That's back to back races for that horse for uh, Steve Asmussen Barn, and he has looked extremely well. You know, I thought Nash the. The, the Brad Cox horse who ran second in, in the Lacop, I thought that, you know, I thought he may have been the, the best out of Brad Cox, but I'm not so sure. He hasn't progressed. Talked to Brad a little bit before the race, and uh, he said, you know, hey, he, he, he's doing okay. We just hope he takes another step forward. I'm not sure if he got what he wanted out of that. I mean, obviously, he ran. He got more experience. He ran second. And that's good. He got some points. But I don't know if, if he took the step forward uh, Brad Cox was hoping he would. So it's, you know, it, it's one of those deals where – uh, I think that some of the other horses that, that, that you, you have to think about, you know, there's there's fierceness that's uh, on the East Coast up there that won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. But, you know, I think it's way too early right now. It, it, it's way too early to, to be solid on, on anybody for sure. But, uh, you know, I think the usual players, there, there's some nice horses out there on the West Coast too. I think that, that the, the usual players will probably be there when you think about, you know, Todd Fletcher and Brad Cox and, and, uh, and some of those guys. Will, will be there when it comes, uh, you know, when all this stuff starts shaking out. And we, you know, the, the Arkansas series, that, that'll be interesting too to see how that rolls out. Yeah, and no, maybe, I don't know if Baffert's, I think Baffert's suspension ends, I believe. So I well, think, he, they, they, he, they, they've extended it one more year, so he, okay. any horses, they have to be transferred out of his barn by January 29th in order to be eligible for the Kentucky Derby. Okay. That's what the ruling is. They, they, they've come down with that, you know. But, you know, yeah. if we're going to think about some some other really super exciting things, it's Pegasus Weekend, the 27th. There, would coming up this Saturday at Gulfstream Park. You got the Pegasus Cup, you know, uh, and, and there's the Pegasus uh, Turf. There's there's all kinds of who's the uh, at Gulfstream Park. Who's the big horses in the big race, the Invitational, the Pegasus Invitational? Oh uh, well, you know, it, it's really it's one of those ones where National Treasures running there out of out of Baffert Barn. First Mission, Brad Cox. You know, he he's hard. There's you know, the, this is not the $10 million race it once was or the $15 million race it once was, uh, you know, so that they, they really reduced the purse. I think it's like a $3 million race now. now that's what it is. It's a $3 million race now. So, you know, it, it, it's uh, not attracted uh, a lot of the heavy, heavy hitters, uh, but still it's got, it's got a good solid field. Uh, the horse that uh, you made some money on, I think, uh, Hoist the Gold. He's running Dallas Stewart. is yeah. running Hoist the Gold in it. And he the Cigar Mile back in December. Right. Uh, I remember when you, you cashed a, a ticket on that one. Yeah. So uh, uh, Hoist the Gold is, I talked to Dallas, uh, said, hey, man, is distance a question? He said, nah, not in this one. So it's a mile and an eighth. Hoist the Gold looked like a million bucks in the uh, in the Cigar Mile when he won it gate to wire. 
you know, but that was a, that was a mile. It's a mile and an eighth. We'll see. So there ought, ought to be a lot of front end speed. Be interested who goes, uh, who goes in this one uh, as far as who gets out front. You know, because I think National Treasure wants to lead, and that will be Baffert's. Uh, that will be his, uh, his his game plan for success. I think Pratt's riding him, get him out of the gate, get him on the front end, and let him go. Well, you know, we really need some great three-year-olds because uh, it's a little bit thin in the uh, handicap division. Uh, you know, if you look at the Breeders' Cup, we don't have any superstars really right now. So I'm hoping that we somebody develops to be a great three-year-old that actually can step up and run against the big boys at the end of the year in the Breeders' Cup Classic. But, hey, Danny, it's a, you always have great information. Uh, hopefully you'll get uh, – I'm going to be there. I missed uh, yesterday, uh, Saturday, but – being out of town, but I was, I'm back now, but I'll be there for the next big stakes race day. A lot of good buddies of mine are coming from FanDuel as well, so hopefully you'll be there. We can have a good time in New Orleans, so it's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Uh, appreciate it, Mitch. As always, get rich with Mitch. Keep it rolling. We'll talk soon, all right? All right, brother. Take care. That was uh, Danny Brewer, and, I, and like I said, we really need uh, some superstars in the horse racing uh, especially in the handicap division, because the best horses are retiring at Cody's Wish, which I think will be the horse of the year, uh, and uh, Elite Power as well. I think they're both going to be are both retiring, and they weren't in the classic division anyway. They were in the sprint in the mile, so we really need that. But anyway, we're going to uh, wrap up the show. Our next guest after the break will be Scott Shanley. Get his thoughts on uh, the playoff games, the divisional round, as they move on to the uh, NFC and AFC Championship games. You've got the first game, Kansas City at Baltimore. I like Kansas City in that game. The second game, I have no idea. Uh, Detroit at San Francisco. I know a lot, a lot of people are so excited about Detroit. It's been over 30 years since they've been this far in the playoffs. And San Francisco really did not look very good in that game. Although there was a lot of rain. Green Bay should have won the game. Anyway, can you imagine if Detroit would have hosted Green Bay NFC Championship game? I probably would have liked Detroit. But we'll see how that goes. Scott Shanley from the Saints will be with us next. Live here at WGSO Radio New Orleans in the red zone right after these messages. Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. This is Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating Company. Here's our jingle. Hope it bugs you. DA Exterminating, the real DA is on the way. Tater Holmes got fleas or Holmes got bugs. Crawling in your walls or on your rocks. Say no to bugs, tell your DA, pick up the phone, we're on the way. Exterminating. We offer complete pest and termite control featuring the Centricon system. DA Exterminating Company, 800-650-PEST. The following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. 
If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. He knows the law. Chip Forstall. I'm Dan Mill, CEO of the Home Builders Association of Greater New Orleans. As the voice of the residential housing industry in Southeast Louisiana for over 80 years, we're your home team when it comes to providing trusted advice and professional service. As with any organization, Teamwork is the key. Our members benefit from education, advocacy, and networking, all designed to help you achieve your American dream of owning a home. For more information, to find a builder, or to become a member, visit us at hbagno.org. Are you suffering from neck and back pain from a recent car accident? Have you gone to the emergency room to have them tell you there's nothing wrong? Hi, I'm Dr. Steven Tremuda with Doctors Rehab Services, and chiropractic care is one of the best remedies for whiplash and soft tissue injuries. With locations in Kenner, Mid-City, and the West Bank, it's easy to start your road to recovery. At Doctors Rehab Service, we'll even do all the work with your insurance company and attorney to get you the care you really need. For a free consultation or to get more information, call Doctors Rehab Services at 504-465-5553. Call me, Dr. T. All right, we're back here for the final segment of the show uh, with Scott Shanley. So, Scott, thanks uh, for joining me uh, this afternoon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. All right. My two observations from the weekend was, uh, I want to get your thoughts on this. Well, no, I want to make say three. One, I thought the officiating has been not very good. You and I have talked about it all season. Although I thought the last game, the Chiefs and the Bills, was probably the best officiated of the four games over the weekend. Secondly, to me, tackling is like a lost art. I know Tom Brady was very critical early in this year. He had retired and talked about he didn't like, he thought the fundamentals weren't being uh, taught, weren't being coached properly. And, and I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but I think I agree with him on that. So I'm, and I got one other point, but I want to ask you your thoughts on that. You played defensively, obviously, for many years at a very high level. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Because what I saw was I couldn't believe some of the, a lot of poor tackling. And here's at the playoff level, where you're supposedly going to have the best teams in the league trying to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I just think in general tackling is a lost art. When you look at the way teams practice now, I mean, it really is it's, it's a pro glide throughout the week. You're, you're jogging through, you're, you're walking through a lot of plays, especially at this point in the season where people are just trying to make sure they get to the games healthy. But, you know, I've always I've been a firm believer, and, and we did it, we practiced it, and some years we were better tackling than others, but – Oh, the one thing we always did under Sean was practices were 100 miles an hour. Like it almost felt like sometimes games moved slower than, than some of our practices. It was all about competition. And, and when you do that, you take proper angles and you don't always have to bring people down to the ground to learn how to tackle. It's about really taking the proper angles with the rest of your teammates and understanding leverage. And I think with, with all the walkthroughs and the non padded practices throughout the year, I think it all just culminates and adds up to poor tackling during this time of year. Well, yeah, and I was just thinking, too, that if if you know that you're isolated and you're one-on-one, let, let's say with a receiver – out, you know, out outside near the uh, near the near the uh, out out of bounds, uh, you know, at the sidelines. Let's say, and and you know, you don't have help right away, but it's coming. 
instead of taking like that wrong angle, slow down. Are, are you able to think consciously about slowing down and just holding on to the guy till help comes? Because I saw many instances over the weekend where where receiver got like 20, maybe 10, 20 more yards because the, uh, the, the only tackler out there, I guess it was a cornerback generally, took a bad angle, went right by him instead of just trying to hold on to him. So I wonder if, if that's taught as well, because I taught too many examples of that over the weekend. Yeah, you know, I've never played for a coach in the NFL who who really taught you to break down. You were more you were taught to take your shot and to not break down because when you break down in space against guys who are probably better athletes, the reason they're playing skill positions in the NFL because they can they can make people miss. So usually you want to go full speed and take your shot. The problem is, and, and to your point, I see that a lot as well. Guys are taking their shot, but they're 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 diving and they're taking the wrong angles or or they're not wrapping up. So if if I'm a cornerback and all my help's inside, why on earth would I use my outside shoulder to take the shot? So when the guy makes it miss, he's right down the sideline. So it's all about taking proper angles. And if you do miss, nobody wants to miss a tackle, but if you do miss that tackle, they have to run into the rest of the help. Yeah, I just don't understand. I, I would think a good coach would say, hey, you know, uh, we, we, we're getting burned too much by that. We've got to really work on that proper tackling, fundamentals, taking the right angle. The other thing I would say is, and I'll give you two examples uh, in, in terms of coaching. I think I've told you this before. There almost should be a guy standing next to the coach, the common sense guy. Coach, listen, this is what we should do because I think about, or even a few weeks before the end, for example, San Francisco goes into the playoffs last year. I know Purdy was playing great. They had no backup. They, the guy who came in who was a backup in the Eagles game was like, oh, he couldn't function as a quarterback. How can you go into the playoffs when you knew you didn't have Jimmy G and the other guy, I forgot the other quarterback they traded to Dallas. They didn't have, they could have brought in an old a guy about three or four weeks before the end of the season. And then I give an example of Green Bay uh, really should have won that game. And I didn't care who won the game. But really, I mean, you have a field goal kicker that made missed six extra points and had the most missed field goals during the season, and they 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 did a they talked about this at the end of the game, and they asked LaFleur, and he said, Well, we just we we're just gonna go with this guy. I just don't understand how you can Go with somebody like that when you know how important field goal kicking is in tight games in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think I think my answer to that is there's a lot of ego and there's a lot of stubbornness in the NFL. And I think the more you tell people that they missed on a draft pick or they should have taken somebody else, they're, they're bound and determined to, to make it right. right. And even if it means you know losing games, I, I've seen tons of teams – just refuse to admit that they made a mistake and they drafted the wrong person or they could have went out and signed somebody. Especially, I agree with you. If you have problems during the regular season, those problems are not going to go away in the playoffs. In the biggest games of the year, you have to address those things. So what's wrong with you know, with the Green Bay kicker? There's, go out and sign a veteran kicker who, you know, bring them in for a couple weeks on Tuesdays and work them out. And if, and if they're consistently better than the guy you have over those two or three weeks and you're getting prepared for the playoffs, I, I think sign those guys. But... I, it just goes back to there's a lot of ego and stubbornness in the NFL. And people just refuse to admit when they're wrong. Yeah, I think that's a great answer. And uh, but so, but you have to think of the team and uh, the owner wants to win a Super Bowl and doesn't want to worry about that kind of. So I understand that. And uh, the other point I want to make is uh, 
Another example, in the Tampa Bay-Detroit game, when they scored to make it 31-23, I thought it was a, they should have called it interference. But I didn't even like them going for two. When you're down two scores and you get within one, I think if you go for obviously it's great if you get the two, because then all you need to do is kick, score a touchdown kick a field goal. But if you don't get it, you, the, you put so much pressure on yourself, even if you do score at the end of the game. What I say is you kick the extra point, you're down by seven, and then you then you can get a feel. What do you want to do? If you score, do you go kick the extra point? I know you're on the road to tie the game, or you want to go for it for two, but then make that decision. I didn't like that either, and that's all part of that analytics, I guess, uh, Scott, where they, they have to go for two. I, I don't like that at all. I think you have to feel how it's going during the game and make that decision. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I absolutely, I hated that they did it at that point in the game. And, and it seems to be, you know, it seems to be now if you don't make these these dumb decisions, you just blame analytics. Well, the, well, the mathematician said that we were supposed to do this. I, just, I can't stand it because I agree with you. And sitting there watching the game, I'm saying, yeah, if you make this two-point conversion and you score and you kick the extra point, yeah, you win the game. But I think... You saw the flip of that. You went for the two-point conversion early. You missed it, and I think it deflates. The, the whole The whole stadium comes back into it again. Your team's deflated. Now defensively, you're like, man, even if we get this stop, we still got to get a two-point conversion, and that just means we're going to overtime. So I, I don't like it because it deflates, and it gets rid of the momentum that you attained so far in the game. Yeah, and uh, and you can you can make that decision. If they would have got – well, let's say they kick the field. It's 31 24. Let's say do they get do, they get the ball back, and they do score. It's 31-30. Then you get a feel like, what should we do? How's it going? What do you guys think? You know, you make a decision then. Yeah. And uh, I know they're afraid. We don't want to go into overtime on the road. Which, you know, look, Kansas City went on the road and beat Baltimore. And finally, I'll leave you with this. Uh, To me, playoff games, the biggest games come down to guys making big plays at the right time in these games. And you can be the greatest regular season quarterback, like a Dak Prescott, for example, or even a Josh Allen, but you got to make plays in the big games. And I guess that's what separates guys like Tom Brady and Drew Brees, who you played with, versus guys like Dak Prescott and Josh Allen. Absolutely. Anybody who who watched the games this weekend, you saw, I'm just not taking anything away from Detroit because I'm rooting for Detroit. It'd be awesome for their fan base and Dan Campbell, all those guys won a Super Bowl. But there's a huge difference in quarterback play. Jared Goff versus Baker Mayfield. Then you turn around and you watch Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. I think every NFL fan would love to see those two play in every playoff game because what was, did they light up the numbers? Was it 400 yards passing each? No, but there's just something about the way they play the game, knowing that they're two of the best players in the league, going back and forth. They always have their teams in position to win the game at some point. But um, like in that game, Kansas City's defense was just better than Buffalo's in the end. But, yeah, you have to have one of those guys. And I think a lot of times teams, you know, like people sit there and say, well, Tampa Bay, Baker Mayfield's going to sign a huge deal in Tampa Bay. I hope he does. I hope he does because as a Saints fan, I don't think he is that guy. I don't think he's a Mahomes. I don't think he's a Josh Allen. He's not one of those guys who every year you're going to have to get through him to win the division. Sounds great. Hey, it's always a pleasure, Scott. Thanks for joining me. We'll hopefully have you on real soon. Have a great week. Thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. Take care. Thank you, man. Good stuff there from Scott Shanley. I want to thank all our great guests, Scott Shanley, Danny Brewer, Gary Smith, and Greg Weasel with Family Gross. So we want to wish everybody a great week. Have a safe week. We'll be back here live on Friday to preview the AFC and NFC Championship games. Be safe, be dry, have a great week, and we will talk to you Friday at 5 p.m. 
Mitch Gibbs here, host of In the Red Zone in our 12th season for LA Medical Management Corporation located at 2930 Canal Boulevard, New Orleans, Louisiana. And they are open Monday through Thursdays, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Fridays, 8 to 5 p.m. At LMMC, they handle primary care, physical therapy, and diagnostic testing. With medical doctors on staff, they are the personal injury specialists and the leaders in accident-related health care. Call them today at 504-821-2574. Before you pay that other pest control company, they are, quote, home of the $650 termite treatment protection plan called DA. I'm Jed Derensburg with DA Exterminating, and I bet we can beat that price. We offer different treatment methods featuring the Centricon bait system, and we have one of the best termite protection plans in the country. Before you pay $650 to another company, call DA. New Orleans Metro Area, North Shore, and Homa. DA Exterminating, complete pest and termite control services since 1959. Call 800-650-PEST. The following is a paid endorsement. He's a man of integrity. Choosing your attorney can be a life-changing decision. Chip Forstall has over 28 years of experience, giving you the personal attention that you need. If you or a loved one has been injured, you need a lawyer to protect you, your family, and work to get compensation for your injuries. Contact the law office of Chip Forstall today, located at 320 North Carrollton Avenue, New Orleans, or call us at 483-3400. That's 483-3400. Or log on to www.chipforstall.com today. You need caring, aggressive, and effective representation. You need personal attention. You need Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. Chip Forstall. He knows the law. Chip Forstall. 